it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. Hello, podcast and YouTube world, or wherever you're tuning in from. I'm Sassy Steffi, in case you click just because you like my artwork or my amazing guest. I'm a professional wrestler, and when I'm not kicking sass, I am going to be bringing you some unique stories from some pretty cool people. This is my first episode of Talking Sass, and I'm excited to have Impact Knockout and my good friend Nevea on as my inaugural guest. We're just two Ohio girls talking about our journey from the independents to her becoming the first ever Shimmer Tag Team Champions to being on Impact Wrestling in front of zero fans. Nevea and I have known each other since I started, which is one of the reasons why I wanted her on as my first guest. I hope you enjoy the two of us catching up. So here we go. I am so proud to have my really super good friend, Nevea, with me. Hey, Nevea, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing so good. I feel like I haven't seen you forever. There's quarantine and everything else going on. It's been like 25 years, I think. I think so, even though we're both <laughs> only 25, right? We're, we look great for 25 also. <laughs> we do. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're my first guest here on Talking Sass. It's like... A breath of fresh air to have somebody that I love so much to come on, be a part of the show. And right now, I mean, everything seems to be just like great for you. You're you're working with Impact Wrestling as a knockout. How is that? Oh, I love it. I mean, especially since you know you've been part of the business, you understand like the struggle and how hard you fight and your schedule and your work and your children and your family and your body. And then like I feel like okay. Is it finally paying off all the hard work? All the hard work, is it finally paying off? So I kind of feel, you know, like overwhelmed. Like it's the overwhelming, I love it, please don't ever stop feeling. Instead of the, should I just quit? (laughs) Well, I'm so proud of you. I know the first time I saw you kind of sneaking out during a Havoc's match, I was like, that's Nevaeh, that's my friend. I'm so excited. Like I've had other people that have been friends of mine that I've seen on television, obviously Jessica being one of those, but like her and you, I came into the business with in Ohio. And of course, Madison Rain being one of those as well. I came into the business with you guys in Ohio. And now to see all three of you succeeding on Impact together, it's just crazy. Ohio girls represent. I mean, we really do. Uh, But it's, I mean, it's just as crazy for me, 
Like, especially when we did Slammiversary, I think after I got my gear on, I stood there for like a good 10 minutes, just like, are me, Madison and Jessica, really three girls that came from Ohio, different parts, started at the same time. Are we really about to go be on television for a pay-per-view? I was, it was one of those surreal moments that people talk about. You hear them talk about it, but then to experience it, you're like, this is what people talk about. Like it's, it's intense. It's, it's crazy. It's exciting. It's nonstop exciting. And coming up in Ohio, I mean, you started, it was HWA, correct? So where you started? Yep. Yep. Up in the Cincinnati, Ohio area. Yeah. So you come in at that time. I know we're talking what, 2006, maybe that you came in? 2005. 2005. I knew I wasn't too far off. (laughs) And, um, there's not really a big scene at that time because I came in in 2007 and it was literally Madison Rain, you, Jessica, and then Zoe Sky or Angel Dust coming in at that same time. So w- what were you doing when you first started coming up into the business with HWA? Um, I was, you know, still, still pretty young, um, kind of one of those. I started training and then I didn't know if I was going to pursue it um, and never really got trained because school got in the way. And then I was asked to be a part of, you know, Heartland Wrestling Association for an all-female show they needed to do. And I was like, well, you know, I'm really inexperienced. And it was kind of like, can we work with you for a few weeks um, to get you on this show? And I did that. And then I never got out of the ring. And I kind of just wrestled really with a lot of, like, different guys here and there. And then the same two girls for five years, it feels like. Like, you just worked the same, same girls because there was no one. You know, we were so few and far between. And that's right, because when we all did start coming in, even me, like I'm on the tail end of after you, Jessica and Madison all started, it was just all of us wrestling each other, I feel like for the first year over and over again. Yeah, I think Madison and I wrestled you and Zoe (laughs) quite often as a tag team. (laughs) Well, actually, we'll segue that in, actually, because you and Madison Rain, who was then known as Ashley Lane, were the inaugural Shimmer Tag Team Champions. And I want to say that Zoe Sky and I probably unofficially challenged you guys for those Shimmer Tag Team Championships probably more than anybody else. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was always all over Ohio. <laughs> and Indiana. I remember IPW yeah. too. We did a couple of uh, matches. I mean, we really, it was so great because we had such a great group of girls coming in that were actually all really wanting to be there for wrestling. I mean, we all looked up to what was going on at Shimmer when we first started. And then all of us actually became a part of the roster at some point in time. Unfortunately, I wish I would have been there with Zoe Sky because I know we have wrestled, I could probably wrestle her with my eyes closed because we knew each other so well at some point, but we never got to see each other at the Shimmer uh, tapings together. But what was it like being the first ever Shimmer Tag Team Champions? I mean, that had to be a lot of pressure coming from Shimmer being the first all women's promotion to really take off. Um, It was, it was a lot of pressure in the sense of women's wrestling was kind of just starting that movement of getting recognized as being just athletes instead of the look portion of wrestling. Um, And so for Ashley um, Lane and myself at the time to be these young blonde head girls we kind of had a stereotype we had a break I felt like because people would look at us and not necessarily think oh they're good wrestlers but look more of like the they're still divas and I use that term loosely because I don't think of it as a bad term but that's how it was looked at as oh they're not quite wrestlers yet 
So for me, it was that constant mindset of having to prove what we could do in the ring. And it was still, and it's still to this day to me, it was, a, it's an overwhelming feeling. It's a sense of pride that I can constantly say, Hey, I was part of the first ever shimmer tag titles. Like that was me. And I mean, that's not the only accomplishment that you've had with shimmer, but you've also been champions pretty much every promotion that you've ever been a part of. You've been a champion at some point. I mean, you have the OCW women's champion, which is where I came in at. That's Ohio championship wrestling. You were, of course I said the shimmer tag champion. You had Lucha Corps. You had the WSU spirit championship. Rockstar Pro, Clash Women's, and now even the Guardian of Rise Tag Champions with, with Jessica Havoc. How is that? I love it. I love it. I need some more. I need all the tag belts. That's my, <laughs> that's my mindset. Give me all, all the tag titles with Jessica. Um, because, you know, having titles are awesome, and it's amazing, and it's, it's a faith that's put in you. But for me, the tag wrestling is where I excel. So, like, all the other titles are amazing, and I want more, but it's kind of like give me all the tag titles let Jess and I show how different, how versatile we are. And I totally agree. I mean, like I said, I've been an opponent of yours in tag matches many times. And then we have been on the same team also many times. So I know what, like when you go into a tag team match with you, Nevea, it's like you get this whole other side that maybe you don't even, like if you're, especially if you're a singles wrestler, you don't see within tag team wrestling because you are such a specialist in tag teams like what do you contribute that to I think it's just the love that I have for it it just came so natural to me and I enjoyed it so much that that's the wrestling like oh I want to tag wrestle I want to tag wrestle and to be a tag wrestler you have to be very committed to your team it can't be you only focus on yourself you can't just focus like I can't just focus on Nevea when I think about you know tagging when I tag with Ashley when I tag with you um, tagging with Jessica it's always what can we do as a team what can we do to succeed what can we do to stand out it was never what can I do and I think that in my tag wrestling I have all the kind of small things that people without a lot of experience don't have that are needed to make a very technical well put together tag match I think that's absolutely correct. And I'm, you come from a tag team background as well. I mean, everybody knows your husband and your brother-in-law were a tag team many years together. And did they contribute to that as well? Like giving you that mindset and really helping you develop that? Um, maybe a little bit, but Jake and I have always kept our wrestling so far separated. Um, over the 16, 17 years that we've been um, together as part of the business, it's very rare if you'll catch us together. Um, and at home, we keep it very much family because, you know, wrestling is a huge part of our lives, but we like the girls to know that, hey, we're home, wrestling's on the back burner at the moment. But definitely watching what he could do in the ring as a tag made the matches exciting. So it did kind of draw my attention more to the tag style. I absolutely love how like your family life is so tight. Like, obviously we're close friends as I've mentioned before so like seeing like I kind of see your girls grow up through Facebook and I saw your oldest daughter a lot when we were on the road together as well I just think that that's something that's so commendable because in wrestling you don't always get to see the family aspect of everybody like you're you see them on the road but they don't necessarily have their family with them but you usually have at least part of your family with you which is just it's so cool to see you guys bond over that kind of stuff together as well. Yeah, absolutely. The girls, 
especially the youngest now, you know, they love it. And we do try to keep, um, keep them away from wrestling as much as we can, because like I've stated, children, you know, shouldn't be in locker rooms and things like that. So we do kind of keep them away from it, but it's also because they like the entertainment side of it. And my oldest wants to pursue into the entertainment business. It kind of gives her an insight on, you know, what to expect as well. She's not going into it, not like unexpectedly, like, oh, wow, this might happen when, you know, I'm doing this, that, or the other. I totally understand that. Right. And obviously wrestling is different than acting and modeling, which, you know, she kind of wants to get into that aspect aspect of it, but it kind of shows her the lifestyle that, you know, we make it, oh, we're traveling, we're doing all this, but at the same time, how hard it really is. Hey, we're driving 12 hours, you know, to do this, to drive another 15 hours to another show to do this. So it's not always just, oh, go wrestle, go out to eat, go stay in a hotel, have a good night. No, like you're exhausted and you're beat up. And she gets to see that you have to dedicate yourself and be willing to sacrifice a lot if you want to, if you want to achieve any kind of success, really. 100%. It's not easy on the road, which I think some people think it's probably all fun and games. Like when I started talking about my podcast, I'm like, what do you guys want to hear? A lot of people are like road stories. I'm like, Okay, there's sure there are a lot of road stories, but it's pretty kind of lame half the time because you're just driving. (laughs) (laughs) My road stories consist of creating my own concerts. So (laughs) (laughs) I have uh, many stories that I'm sure Jessica Havoc has been in the car with me more than once. And I'm sure once we get her on here, she's going to talk about how she almost died a gazillion times because I don't just have a concert. I'm like, full dance concert sitting in my seat while I'm driving and <laughs> she's woken up a few times to some rumble strips a few times so <laughs> we made a few trips to uh Florida <laughs> yeah together yes that's true yeah oh road trips oh good times <laughs> you but you do you have to find ways to entertain yourself sometimes and music is a lot of ways I know for both you and I that we do it but some people I mean they just they don't have anybody in the car with them because they're wanting to go and make a name for themselves and they're just driving on their own. And I'm so lucky that I've had, and you have had many people on the roads with you. Although I know we've made uh, many solo trips as well. Right. Yeah. I, I go, I think I feel like I go through spurts where, you know, you have someone with you for a lot of trips and then you hit like a year where all of your shows are by yourself and no one in the surrounding area can go. And, that's when you that's when you realize that you're a road warrior or you're not (laughs) for sure for sure (laughs) so let's get back to talking about wrestling you have an exciting month coming up in October because there's the first show you're going to be doing back in front of fans for the first time since COVID started back in March and that is the collective with Shimmer how are you looking forward to that I'm really excited Um, it's you know I've been fortunate enough to be able to wrestle through the pandemic So I haven't had that aspect of not being able to do any of it, but I kind of, I'm already anticipating, hopefully stepping out of the curtain and just hearing the crowd. That's, I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most right now. Like coming out when your music hits and hearing a reaction, do you like, do the fans still like me? Oh, I hope the fans still like me. (laughs) That's what we're looking, I'm looking forward to. I can imagine that's gotta be just like one of those things you never expect like in wrestling not wrestling in front of a crowd when you're having like a build-up to a match or anything like that and now all of a sudden it's just gone but for you it like you said at least you've been able to continue wrestling through impact they have their tapings and everything that they're doing so 
what's the difference between the live crowd and no crowd at all? Um, really, it's just the reactions. Um, for me, it's just the reactions. You still, like your adrenaline is different. It's a different kind of adrenaline. Like you're still pumped up, you're still excited, but you don't have the energy to feed off from the fans when something happens in the ring. That's the difference for me. Yeah, I can imagine that's got to be like weird at the same time because you just took like this crazy, let's say move or whatever, and then it's just silence. Yeah, or you hit something really cool and you're you're like, oh, hopefully the internet world like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those. Oh man, I can imagine. And also on top of that, in October, you also have Bound for Glory coming up with Impact, which is their biggest show of the year. And I'm sure that uh, there's a lot of things going in this year, considering that there's no crowd to be involved with Bound for Glory, at least not that I've heard. Yeah, we're just going to be doing the um, the live pay-per-view again. We're trying to you know, keep it very contained, keep everyone safe. So as far as I've heard, there's no live crowd either. That's awesome that like, I'm loving that they can still be able to have shows because like when the pandemic hit and there was questions about everything, sports, grocery stores, just general life. I was so glad that there was able because even though like right now I'm not active, I know like, I still love watching it. I'm still love the fan aspect of it. Like that's one thing I'll always be a fan, even if I'm not directly involved at the time. And I was like, oh, please don't take my wrestling away. That's going to be so depressing. Right. I, I agree. I completely agree. I think it's awesome that they found a way to keep going, to, especially to give people something to do. Like, it's already, you know, a downtime for everybody. Um, the world's obviously going through a lot. So it's like, hey, every Tuesday, tune in, access TV, and you can still see some of your favorites. So, because people ask us about, like, the live tweeting a lot. And it's like, it's funny because we're still fans. We still want to watch. We still want to see the show and the product. So I'm already watching. So I love jumping on and interacting with the fans. Like, hey, I want to see what you guys are thinking about Impact. Because obviously when you're there, you, you don't get to see everything that happens. You don't, you know, it's the same, same as being on an independent show. You can't see every match. So we watch Impact on Tuesdays the same way the fans do. I want to see everything that's going on too. <laughs> so it's been great. That's awesome. And I love that you guys are able to live tweet because you get a totally different dynamic, I find, when you have somebody that is watching it along with you that's a part of that show. It's like, I don't know, can you explain that dynamic at all? Like, I think it's fun, um, like being part of Impact, it's fun to watch some of the responses from the other people at Impact, because I'm always kind of curious as to what some people are going to say, like you kind of watch out for some people's Twitter's like, oh, what are they going to say about that? Like, because some people are so clever and so witty, you get just as excited watching the live tweeting as you do the product. So for me, it's, and it's just a different experience. It's, it's something, you know, I look forward to every Tuesday. Like, it's almost eight o'clock. Let's go. Like, it's one of those. Well, I see all your tweets and everything. And um, I see your Instagram when you're talking like about your match coming up or whatever else is going on in impact. And I just love it. Like I love seeing people that I love succeed. Like that's like where I am right now. in my wrestling career is watching my friends succeed. And I love it. Oh, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nevaeh. Well, I want to thank you so much for being my first guest. This is, you know, something I've always wanted to, I went to broadcasting school back way, way back then. 
And uh, now to be able to say I have my show and one of my really good friends on as my first guest is just such an honor. And I want to thank you so much for being a part. But before we wrap it up, please let everybody know where they can watch you and where they can find you on social media. All right, guys, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, you can catch Impact Wrestling on Access TV. My Twitter handle and my Instagram accounts are at Nevea, O-I-4-K. And Sassy, I love you, and I am so happy and honored that I was chosen to be your first guest. Thank you so much. Love you in Ohio for life. Yeah, what is it? Hey, this is a total package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.